Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. It's finally Friday. Everybody is still talking about the mayor's plan to house migrants in tents. Uh, My buddy Ray tweeted, hey, you like to camp? Do you like to camp in the winter? I think most of us would say no. Alderman Gilbert Viegas is with us, representing the 36th Ward, one of the most diverse wards to be represented in the city of Chicago. Thanks for joining us. Where do you stand on these tent cities? Uh, well, good afternoon, Lisa, and, and like you said, happy Friday. Uh, I'm still going to get, I'm getting briefed uh, today on the full details around the plan that the mayor has proposed. Uh, just like everyone, we heard about it yesterday, so uh, we're waiting to hear what the details are. Um, but, you know, they tried this uh, back in Miami uh, when there was a Cuban, Cubans were coming over, and I don't think it was successful uh, and the climate was a lot uh, different than yeah. it is here in Chicago. So uh, we'll, we'll wait to see. I'm waiting, to, I'm waiting to hear what the details are going to be. I mean, look, it's a federal issue. We all know that. Something has to be done on the federal level. But we welcomed people here. The previous mayor identified us as a sanctuary city. And we have to come up with a better plan. And I get that it's all about money, but I just can't get on board with a tent city because... Let me tell you, Alderman, I just think these children, you know, have been holding their parents' hand, walking through jungles, waiting at the border, being sent to Chicago, sleeping on the floor at police stations, and now being put in a tent. I worry about what they will view this country, how how they'll view this country as they grow and mature, because it's uh, it's been a tough go for them. For me, it's all about the babies. No, I I agree. Uh, being a, a father and thinking about, uh, can't even imagine uh, the tyranny that's occurring that makes someone want to leave their home uh, and travel through jungles to get somewhere where uh, they they don't know the language, they don't know the culture, uh, and in some places are not welcomed. So I couldn't even imagine the challenge. Um, but you know, it, right now, um, uh, as you stated, this is a federal issue, and so we are advocating uh, to the president. Uh, to issue some type of executive order that would allow for a temporary protective status. This is not something that has not been done. There is precedence uh, as recent as Ukraine and Afghanistan that came here. So there, there are there is a path. It just we need the president to act. Uh, when you when I'm not sure if you had an opportunity, Lisa, to speak to some of the migrants, but I've actually gone to speak to some of them, and and one of the questions, the first question they asked me is like. Where can I get a job? Mm-hmm. When can I when can I go work? That's what everybody um, so, wants for them, and that's what they want for themselves. And of course, we've yes. got a lot of job openings that need to be filled here. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's 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 a perfect a perfect connection. It's just we need the, the president uh, to issue an executive order to just get this done. Um, you know, I, I grew I grew up in Chicago Housing Authority as a kid for the first eight years of my life, and um, and it, it didn't. It didn't uh, scar me. It just made me a lot more resilient. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, these young kids, they're very resilient. They're uh, as we as we get a plan together, and hopefully get some funding and some action from the federal government. Um, that it would just be a, 
a, a memory in the, in the, in their mind. It won't be something that actually, um, you know, puts them on a chart to, to, uh, for life. So I, I, I just I, here. I'm, I'm with you uh, as a father of two boys. I, I feel for the families. Mm-hmm. I've spoken to mothers that are that are uh, there with their with their young babies, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, um, Alderman Villegas. I, I don't know if you grew uh, up in the church, but I grew up in the Catholic Church. Not that I'm yes. a church going person now, but I no, went to Catholic schools, and it seemed like every church took in the Vietnamese, the Laotians, the Cambodians, and I just happened to Google before we jumped on the phone. How many churches are in Chicago? Eleven hundred and thirty-eight. These are entities with tax exempt status. Why are the religious folks, the churches, not stepping up and saying, I'll take a family and I'll take a family and I'll take a family to try and help eliminate this issue? That's a great question. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if the administration has spoken with the archdiocese about that, but um, obviously, obviously that's something that would, that would help us tremendously, given the fact that we have nearly 2,000 migrants that are either at the police station or the airports. Yeah, um, and that's and, not and, just and, Catholic churches. I, you know, I challenge every church, any any place of worship, because if we have a eleven hundred and thirty eight just in the city of yeah. Chicago, not even counting the suburbs, everybody right. could take one family, and it wouldn't. You know, a congregation can certainly support one family. It's just that there's so many other dynamics at play here, but something yeah. certainly has to be done. No, I, I I agree with you, and and this is just this has just been uh, horrific and. And quite frankly, you know, the, the politics that's being played um, from the governor of Texas um, is just infuriating. I mean, we've got to deal with this issue. Um, and uh, again, we need help from the federal government. But, you know, that's something that I will ask the administration uh, or even maybe write a letter to uh, the cardinal about what is it? What is the archdiocese doing to help help in this issue? Right. Um, given the fact that there's 1,100 plus churches within the within the archdiocese. And again, don't don't just stop with the Catholic Church. Challenge every place yeah. of worship in the city of Chicago. What is your idea? If you don't like, and by the way, this is Alderman Gilbert Viegas um, from the 36th Ward. If you like me, do not like the idea of these tent cities popping up, yeah. then what 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 is your solution? What is your idea? What should be done? Well, right, right now, what we're doing is we're trying to find as many facilities that that can house a uh, hundred plus um, migrants. Because uh, when you start piecemealing and, and putting your families here and there, it just makes it a lot more harder logistically uh, to to deal to, to help to help help a system. So um, that's why we've been looking at park districts, city colleges, et cetera, because those are larger facilities. Um, you know, there, there. I had a a, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Cook County Commissioner Stanley Moore, who's on the South Side, talk about some of the vacant WalMarts that just left the city of Chicago. Why aren't we taking a look at either leasing those or trying to acquire those uh, to help with uh, the migrant? They're relatively new, maybe you know, ten, twenty years uh, in existence, uh, and WalMarts not coming back, and those facilities are sitting vacant. And so, we should be looking at those types of structures that can that can hold. Uh, over 100 people, 200 people, uh, because it's going to be indoor facilities, not going to be outdoor. There's already plumbing, electrical, all those things that exist right. in there. Right. Uh, so that's something that we should be looking at. And, and Walmart left about seven of them in the city of Chicago. And if you take a look, that's at, at the low end, 200 each, that's 1,400. But some of these Walmarts are 
super Walmarts, the, the mega Walmarts mm-hmm. that, that could probably holds maybe 400. Well, we look um, forward to a the, plan because I think everybody, yeah. everybody in the city, around the city is concerned about it. And, um, you know, we start with you and then it gets passed on to the mayor and the governor and the president. But everybody wants something done. You and me both and everyone listening. So thank you for joining thank us today. Thank you, Lisa. That is Alderman Viegas. Somebody said, Lisa, why don't you put them on your farm? Put them, just like grouping them all together like cattle or something. And another said, now, Lisa, we're a church-going family, but we're not going to have people we don't know coming to stay in my house. We have two small children that we'd have to worry about. Would you take in a family? Yes, I would take in a family. You know, especially a mom and a kid. Am, Am I comfortable taking in a single man? Probably not, but it's just something, you know, I I went to St. James Catholic School in Rockford. I remember they would sponsor families, and I know there are many churches who are helping Ukrainians. I'm just saying there's so many organizations and entities in Chicago that I think they have something more to offer than having people live in uh, a tent in winter in Chicago. And obviously, whether you want these people here or not, they're here and they're from warm weather climates. And I'm not sure that putting children and people in tents in Chicago is um, is I, I just can't get on. I can't get on board with that. And they're and, not by and large illegal as someone else texted. Yeah. I mean, you, you can see the people who are just like, you know, um, you know, uh, somebody said, to be honest, Lisa, our parish adopted a family from Afghanistan and the way they took care of their apartment is gross and beyond words. Everyone lives differently. I haven't been to Afghanistan, but I think, that, you know, I think everyone lives differently. Yeah, there are challenges. Uh, somebody said St. Edward Catholic Church is supporting two families right now. Um, plus, we are asked to donate supplies to churches housing two families in apartments. Another said, Lisa, there are 50 wards in Chicago. Mayor Johnson is missing a chance to collaborate with these older persons. 2,000 divided by 50, we're talking about 40. And, and you know what, I hate to say it, but they're, they're more coming. I don't think that this is the end of it. And somebody else said, hey, Lisa, our church also housed families three months this summer. We've now found apartments for all four. The church is St. Paul's United Church of Christ. I just think that, you know, churches have done that for years, and they might be a good source. All right, Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.